welcome back to the Leader Lake oh, Podcast. Man, this you is got Josh. Me. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Oh, I was wondering, man. I was listening to our. I was editing the the last round yeah. we did, and I was like, man, it's been a while since you've yeah. done it. I saw you taking the deep breath before the uh, the strike, and I plunged first. <laughs> wow. So who are you? Um, I I forgot. <laughs> this, this other guy's Charles. Everybody, yeah. Charles. He's yeah, if I don't lead us off, I don't know what to do. All right. <laughs> oh my gosh! Talking that was... about that's the way we've always done it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So this episode is <laughs> things that grind my gears. Yes. And it's a little bit of a venting episode. So if you don't like venting, you can go ahead and skip and go listen to a different podcast today. Um, but there's two quotes. That really grind my gears. Okay. And I hear them a lot, which yeah. is why which is why I think we need to address it. I agreed. And the first one is because that's the way we've always done it. Yes. Which is, man, I, I know it's true of what you've done in law enforcement because there's a lot of, well, sometimes even negative inertia yeah. in law enforcement. But I will tell you that the church world is the same way. I don't think that the, that's the way we've always done it is limited. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I know it's not limited to yeah. law enforcement. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I think that we probably exist and work in two institutions that may have it the worst. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I think so. I mean, well, I don't. Again, I, I've never been in law enforcement, but churches like that's it's that's the way we've always done it is like the bane of existence. Um, it's it's just a. Because people marry to preferences over mission mm. so quickly and so deeply, I mean, if you if you change the smallest of things, people, well, that's the way we've always done it. Yeah. We don't pass the plates anymore. Now, personally, like, and again, I'm talking about the offering time. I think passing the plates is a great thing, not because I'm a money grabber, but because it gives people a physical reminder that that for for us, our belief is that giving is worship. Because we're stewards of what the Lord has provided for us, um, but I think even on top of that, another or another thing to that is passing the plate allows a guest to put their contact information in. Yeah. Otherwise, there's not really a good venue for them to do that. And so, I've always been a fan of you know passing the plate, but we don't do it anymore. And that was one of the things that I was I said it, but that's what we've always done, right? Yeah. And I did it for what I thought was very good reasons, but it was still a. Why are we doing this? We've always passed the place. Why are we stopping? <clears throat> yeah, and, and I, I think you know one of the one of the main reasons I think people say it is because they a lot of people just don't like change. Sure, you know, and and, and I I don't like change. Yeah, I really don't. Um, which I've said it probably a dozen times already on this podcast. But I, you know, when I got accused of wanting to do change for change's sake, I actually I laughed inside because like <laughs> no, no, it's the last yeah. thing I want right. to do. Um, we're, but it, we're conservative traditionalists. Like that's the last thing we want to do is change things. Yeah. yeah. But but if you don't innovate, you, you die. You yeah. You 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 have to innovate yeah. to yeah. to to maintain and survive yeah. in in this world, especially nowadays with like we were talking about before the show AI. And, yeah. Um. If if you can't adapt to new situations, new environments, new technologies, you, you look. I I don't I don't use Chat GPT. I know a lot of people who do. Yeah. But I better I better figure it out soon before it takes over the world. Right. You know. Or just disconnect like I'm doing. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, we're recording with technology here. 
Shoot. Okay. Well, the bots probably heard that and we're in danger. Well, it's what's really <laughs> funny about this conversation is that as Charles and I were talking about AI, Siri popped up on my phone <laughs> and said, I'm trying to search for what you're talking about. It's like, oh, they're listening. Skynet is activated. They are, yeah. So it's... Yeah, so that's the way we've always done it is a is a frequent fr- sentence, I guess. It's not a phrase. It's more than a phrase. It's a frequent saying that people use in all levels of life and mm-hmm. leadership. So, Charles, tell me why that is a devastating, not saying, but mindset. The f- refusal to look beyond the way you've always done it puts you in a situation where not only are your competitors going to gain an advantage, other organizations, whether, whether it's public or private sector or, or even a nonprofit, but you will fall behind and you'll also lose your people. Hmm. Um, whether, whether we're talking about physical separation or whether they actually decide to leave the organization or not. If you, if you refuse to listen to your people, you will lose their hearts. Yeah. And in today's environment, you know, that's, that's, that's a dangerous thing. So, uh, I, I'm not a proponent of change for change sake at all. Yeah. But at the same time, I think that as leaders, we need to be willing to have the conversation of what does something different look like to you? Yeah. I think we have to embrace the necessity of change, right? It is, it is part of the human experience. I mean, we know that from, from our biology, we know that we are always changing everything is always changing trees are always growing trees are always dying you know birds are always flying or landing like everything everything changes constantly and of course that's you know there's micro and macro change levels but i think embracing the necessity of change to meet new needs that come up is is a huge reality that we have to embrace as leaders now i want to ask you a question because like i said earlier we're both pretty traditional guys in a lot of different ways is tradition bad because because this mindset can also be i think an expression of a person like me or you going well hold on just a minute like tradition is not always bad how we've done it is not necessarily bad because it's traditional right so talk to me about that and about how that mindset I love it when you ask me questions that I'm not prepared for. Yeah, me too. Um, so I, I I couldn't agree more. I think yeah. that there's some some things that we do that are traditions because um, it does give you a sense of security in, in, on the one hand, but also because certain things matter. Yeah. And I mean, passing the plate is a great example. I would, I'll give you another one. I... Almost every single year, I go to the Stars game on my birthday. Yeah. Or or it's it's either on my birthday or right when the yeah. game happens. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do that last year. What? And it felt weird. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, certain traditions, and it doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's just growing up, my parents always took me around my birthday. Sure. You know? um, it means everything, though. I don't know about everything. I mean, it does. It's, I mean, it's. It's deeply ingrained in you, the importance of that, the value of that, the memories of that. Yeah. Right. I mean, especially yeah. now, both yeah. my parents are deceased. Right. It's, it has, it's yeah. served as a great memory. Yeah. You know, going back to the passing the plate thing, one thing I didn't mention is uh, growing up, I remember going to church with my parents on Sunday, the plate coming by, and my dad faithfully putting a check in the plate, right? Mm-hmm. 
my daughter and my son and my my baby daughter are never going to see me do that because that doesn't exist anymore. So it's going to be a harder discipleship moment for me because I'm going to have to sit down and go, hey, baby, mommy and daddy, you know, we, we give online through our bank check. Yeah. Um, and so this money comes out, but, but, and that's what we, you know, that's what we believe in because we believe that that's honoring God. And, and that's just, it's, it's not a tangible physical thing. So is she going to ever think twice about it? You know, are my children ever going to consider that? Is your, <clears throat> is your, are your children yeah. going to know how to write checks? Well, that's, yeah. Who checks are foreign already, you know? Yeah. Um, Anyways, I think I think you know tradition. I, I I value tradition deeply, and more so. And I think our, I think younger people, Gen Zs, millenn- younger millennials, uh, even geriatric millennials like us, there there is there is a there is a portion of us that are that are not forsaking change, but re embracing some traditional things. Okay. Um, there's actually a whole movement in the church world from. Low church, um, uh, and when I say low church, high church, I mean low church being almost, you know, no tradition is in the church. It's very modern kind of feel to high church, which is very traditional. So think your formal Catholic type yeah. service versus your, you know, rock band, preachers wearing shorts and, you know, sandals, you know, just kind of has a conversation with the crowd. Um, that's low church, but, but there's a, there is a, significant amount of young people who are leaving that low church, yeah, those low churches and moving into high churches like Anglican churches and Catholic churches and more traditional Presbyterian and Lutheran churches because there's this growing sense in us of, yes, there is need to innovate, but also if change is the only thing that we see, then there's no foundation on which to build, right? Yeah, and I mean... This is going way off on a tangent, but um, this you know, is going to be a short episode. Yeah, for because <laughs> I'm going to delete all this. <laughs> uh, no, for me, I, I have trouble sitting in in the uh, in the church and listening to the same line being repeated yeah. seven times. I have a hard time with that. Sure. As but as a, I'm very traditional yeah. when it comes to music. Right. You know, I I play classical guitar and. You know, I, I like hymns. Yeah. So I'm. So I, does the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um, yeah, but so what other kinds of traditions? Because now that now that I'm thinking about it, you, you know, like like we were saying, I, I'm the last person that's going to say let's change for change's sake. Yeah. But I I am very much in in favor of innovation and yeah. and and really from a leadership perspective, I think that this fear of change from the higher levels, the lack of desire to innovate can be so dangerous for, for organizations and leaders. But at the, you know, at the same time, it also creates a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it really does. Because if you're going to listen to what your people have to say, right. you're going to hear things you don't like. Yeah. You're gonna hear oh a lot of a lot of what I think these senior leaders think is man that sounds like a lot of work yeah when when you can delegate a lot of that work you can say okay do the research put together a proposal those kinds of things yeah. I agree I think change that's one thing that we I don't think we've kind of factored in into our notes but part of the fear of change is the I have to I have to do the changing yeah. right. 
So not only from a from an internal perspective do I have to do the changing, but from a manifesting that change, right? Um, and also, I think, you know, fear of change typically is not because we're used to doing something and doing the other thing as a leader, right? Yeah. Typically, that's not the reason we're fearful of change. Typically, I think the reason we're feel fearful of change as leaders is because whether we we consciously or subconsciously know it, we value the relationships we have with the people around us. Okay. And change can cause tension and sometimes the breaking of those relationships. Yeah. No, so, absolutely. Yeah. And I think there's there is a fine line um, where too much innovation can be a problem. Yes. If, because if you're changing too fast, if you're changing because if things that don't need to be changed. Yeah. Um, but I think in this, in today's environment, you, you know, there's, there's a saying that says, uh, if it's broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. I think nowadays, if it ain't broke, we need to take a look at it and see what it might look like in five, 10 years. Um, and be preparing for, for, for the inevitable, because I think a lot of organizations that have rested on their laurels of past accomplishments are blind to, uh, the realities of the new modern era. I mean, um, so in fact, I just, I just saw, um, in March, I attended a conference and one of the speakers, I can't, I, her name is so long. I, I don't even want to try and butcher the name, but she was talking about this, like saying one of the reasons why so many organizations fail within in a certain point is because it's not that they were bad at innovating. It's that after a certain point, they stopped innovating. Yeah. And if, if you think about the progression of any, any organization, they they have to innovate they have to learn and develop and grow as they're entering the market but after a certain period of time when they experience success it, it think of it like a curve you, you you will eventually go down right so it was a it was a very interesting uh very interesting speech that is interesting yeah Okay, so we talked a lot about that's the way we've always done it and yeah. hit on a lot of different topics within just that phrase and and what it conjures in our minds. So let's move to the second one that grinds your gears, Yeah, which I actually think this is great because <laughs> I love it, right? Uh, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. I call baloney. Well, tell us why you call baloney. I call baloney. First of all, we're meant to work. Yes, Right. As, as, as humans, we are, we're put on this planet and one of our purposes is to work. Agreed. So I'll just give you an example of my life where now it's actually last week was the one that, so my, I left my job May 8th was my last day in 2022. We've just hit, of course, this will come out in June. We've right. just hit the one year anniversary. Right. I love what I do. Yeah, but it is hard. It's a lot of work. work. <laughs> it's hard work, yeah. right? Yes. And 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 if it was easy, everyone would have left their jobs. Yeah. And and done yeah. their own. I mean, seriously. Right. So yeah, I think there's just uh, I, I don't even know why yeah. people say it. Right. Are, are you are you are are you trying to imply that if I put in a lot of hours or if I do something that is difficult or if I stress about this or that, that 
I am somehow missing the mark on life and sure. and no, I you're sub yeah you're yeah. subpar if you're yeah you I think when people say that they they're giving they're they're implying that if you if you feel like you're working something's wrong with right. you yeah and I don't like that yeah now, I'll, I'll sympathize with the people in in the sense that I get I guess if you find your purpose right. It's not the work you do necessarily, but if you find your purpose and you're able to put the work you do in that groove, there is a lot more enjoyability in that. There's a lot more freedom in that. There's a lot more excitement behind it. And I think you're experiencing all those things, but it does not change the fact that you still have to work hard, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I do, I mean, I, I can see why people say it, but on the other hand, it's also, it is, I think it's baloney, right? Well, and you know, the reality is like, we just take my example. Uh, who knows? Yeah. And in yeah. five, 10 years, it may not feel like as much work. Right. right. Um, because I'm still in a growing stage. I'm still building workshops. Right. I'm still writing speeches. I'm still creating content um, as I'm emerging yeah. into this new space. Sure. And it, it is requiring a lot of effort, not not to mention the fact that I'm going to school, which beating. Yeah, it's a beating. Yeah, yeah. Um, but right. it may be the case that in five, ten years when I'm more established, people, you know, I don't have to work as hard sure. for, for generating leads or things like that. It may feel less like work. Yeah. But I don't I don't think it will. But it always will be work because you yeah. always want to move to the next thing. You always want to like part of the business itch is to go bigger and, and bigger. Right. Yeah. And, and, um, and I don't, yeah. and it, for me, if I feel like I've arrived, then I think there's danger in that. Sure. Like, I, okay. You feel like you've arrived. There's nothing left to learn. Nothing left to do. Complacency sets in. That's what we've always done. Yeah. Sets in. Yeah. 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 I, I think, you know, that again, and I don't know, I don't know the modern athlete as well as I know the, the classical athletes. And when I say classical, I'm talking about like the mid 2000s, right? So <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Greeks. No, no, okay. I don't know about them either. But but I think you know the, there's the. I, I think if you ask some athletes, do you love what you do? A lot of them would say yes. Sure. Like, I get to play a sport yeah. that I love. And I get to pay, get paid bukus of money for sure. it. And then would you say, because of that, you've never worked a day in your life? And they would laugh in your face. Sure. Because every day they're in the weight room trying to get bigger and stronger. And it hurts. And getting smashed by a you know, a linebacker as a running back probably doesn't feel good. Um, you know, getting beamed by a baseball probably doesn't feel good. Sliding into a base probably doesn't feel good. Like, um, It's work. It's work. It's work. And it's hard work. Yeah. And they have to do it, yeah. especially in the, yeah. in the pro athlete level yeah. or in the, like, I think top tier musicians right. are another great example of it. Sure. Um, it. It's a daily thing. It affects your diet. Um, it affects the, the way you take care of your body, right. uh, working out and things like that. Yeah. But you're constantly having to maintain a yeah. skill set. Right. You get to do what you love, but at the same time, it's daily work. That's right. Yeah. So I, I think that the, I, I would agree with you that that is not the best statement to make to someone. Of course, if you disagree, info at jcleadership.com. <laughs> Send yeah. your emails directly to Charles, yeah, Charles at charlesheasley.com. Yeah, just got a new new email address yep. there. Yep. Um, yeah, and, and you know, if if you really do 
love what you do and you don't feel like you work, I'd love to have a conversation because I want to know what, what that perspective, secret? what yeah. does that, what does that look yeah. like? Yeah. Um, cause I'm not, I'm not trying to sit behind this microphone and say, I've got it all figured out. I learn, I learn a lot each time we record. I mean, we've got most of it figured out. We're in our mid thirties. Yeah. Like some of us are in our mid or late mid thirties. 30, so. Yeah. I'm getting old. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Well, good stuff. All right. Well, thanks Grinding for letting us Charles vent. gears is yeah. always an enjoyable. <laughs> you know, I would say this. I love what I do in grinding Charles gears, and it never seems like a day of work for that. You're too good at it. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Leader Link Podcast. If you like what you heard, leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And we want to know what you want to hear about when it comes to leadership. You can leave us a comment or send an email to info at jcleadershipconsulting.com. And we'll see you next time.